You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Alter Echo for this weekend of January 22nd and 23rd, 2022. Hope you're having a good start to your new year. We continue to come together to worship. We're in the midst of this time in between some seasons, even though we're in the middle of Epiphany, which is a great season of light and hope. It's really meant to be a second uh, celebration of the season of Christmas and the event of Christmas. Epiphany is all about Jesus being alive in the world and calling disciples forth to follow him, to come into the perspective of God's kingdom rather than this world's kingdom, something much bigger and better and brighter and more hopeful for the whole world and for all of us. And then taking that new inspiration and faith that's burgeoning in our hearts, hopefully, and in our souls when the seed of Jesus gets planted and moving it into our lives to the way we live and to the way we interact with people around us, it becomes God's mission to have us take God's blessings and God's kingdom perspective out into the world with us. So Epiphany is all about taking the gospel to the world, (laughs) taking our hope to the world, taking the good news that we've received from Christ to the world, taking every bit of grace and blessing that we know when we really immerse ourselves in the faith into the world so it doesn't just stay in us and with us. So welcome, everybody, on this important weekend. Boy, it has been cold up here in Minnesota this past week. We had wind chills of 20 and 30 and maybe even more below zero Fahrenheit. And so we're tough, though. (laughs) We make it through all of this, and it's just another winter. And there are better days ahead, and that's the beauty of these incredible four seasons that we experience up in this neck of the woods. We're going to continue on in Brian McLaren's book. This week we're in chapter 22, which is entitled, Jesus the Teacher. And this is exactly where we're going today. So I'm going to read Mark chapter uh, chapter 4, verses 1 through 34. It's a long section, but it's one that is so familiar to all of us. So take your Bibles out if you've got them handy. Go to the Gospel of Mark in the New Testament. Chapter 4, and we're going to start right at the very beginning verse of chapter 4 with the parable of the sower. So let's hear the word, let's let it settle in our hearts, let's give thanks to God, and then let's reflect on this just for a little bit. Mark 4, starting at verse 1. Again, he began to teach beside the sea. Such a very large crowd gathered around Jesus that he got into a boat on the sea and sat there while the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. He began to teach them many things in parables, and in his teaching, he said to them, listen. A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground, where it didn't have much soil, and it sprang up quickly, since it had no depth of soil, and when the sun rose, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns. And the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. Other seed fell into good soil and brought forth grain, growing up and increasing and yielding thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. 
Jesus said, let anyone with ears to hear listen. When he was alone, those who were around him, along with the twelve, asked him about those parables. And he said to them, to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside, everything comes in parables. In order that they may indeed look but not perceive, they may indeed listen but not understand, so that they may not turn again and be forgiven. And he said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan immediately comes and takes away the word that is sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground. When they hear the word, they immediately receive it with joy, but they have no root and endure only for a while. Then when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, immediately they fall away. And the others are those sown among the thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of wealth and the desire for other things come in and choke the word, and it yields nothing. And these are the ones sown on the good soil. They hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. He said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a bushel basket or under a bed and not on the lampstand? For there is nothing hidden except to be disclosed, nor is anything secret except to come to light. Let anyone with ears to hear listen. And he said to them, Pay attention to what you hear. The measure you give will be the measure you get, and still more will be given to you. For those who have, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. He also said, The kingdom of God is as if someone would scatter seed on the ground and would sleep and rise night and day, and this seed would sprout and grow. He does not know how. The earth produces of itself. First the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. But when the grain is ripe, at once he goes in with his sickle, because the harvest has come. He also said, With what can we compare the kingdom of God? Or what parable will we use for it? Well, it's like a mustard seed, which, when sown upon the ground, is the smallest of all the seeds on earth. Yet, when it is sown, it grows up and becomes the greatest of all shrubs. It puts forth large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them except in parables, but he explained everything in private to his disciples. Well, dear friends, this is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. All right, this is about parables. 
This is about teaching. This is about listening. Remember that the word disciple means student. So all the people that follow Jesus, that start to give their lives more and more and more to him and open themselves up, kind of like good soil so that seeds can be planted, they are the ones who are the students of the master. Jesus is using all this imagery today to break open our minds and imaginations. He's using all of this imagery today in stories to take us to a place that we don't go ourselves without it. Think about it. Who's the best storyteller you know? Hmm? Maybe, maybe it's one of your parents when you were a little child and they were really good at not just reading stories to you, but actually weaving and, you know, getting stories all put together as fantastical as they might be. Or a grandma or a grandpa. Hmm? Anybody else? I've got a lot of those in my, in my life. I can remember, however, Garrison Keillor one year. I do think he arguably is one of the few best storytellers that have come along in our lifetimes. He was up at Concordia College in Moorhead, where I was a student at the time, and he was speaking to what was called the C400 Club. That was the club of people who were funders, you know, of special projects at the college and of their long-term legacy and foundation. Well, Keeler got up, and this was back in the 1980s, the early to mid-80s, when there was no such thing as a wireless microphone at that time. He got up, walked across the stage and picked up a microphone. And then he wandered down the stage with this microphone in his hand and started to weave together the stories that he always wove on Prairie Home Companion. And I watched him. I was just in awe because I was listening to his story. I had ears to listen, to hear, so I listened like Jesus told us to do. But I was watching him also, and he wove through. There must have been four dozen big round tables, banquet tables that 10 people um, sat at on the floor of the basketball court in the field house. And Keeler, for the next hour, wove back and forth through these tables, around chairs and between people, and never once got messed up or tangled up in the cord, that 100 or 200 foot cord for the microphone that went back to the amplifier. It was incredible, almost like a miracle. But as I watched him weave, he was so into the telling of his story that it brought me into, it brought me into the story and I became part of the, part of the tale. And he wove this story, and it touched people's hearts, and it changed us, as stories do. So let me tell you this. Today we're talking about Jesus as our teacher, and we're talking about the way that he taught his disciples in parables, in stories, with truths and points far beyond just the details of the story. What I'd like you to consider today is that this is one of your calls to open your imagination. We human beings are too quick to locate ourselves in easy, black and white often categories, either this or that categories, and we're happy to stay there. But how 
Can it be the case that we can stay in our human categories when God calls us to see something much bigger called the kingdom of God, God's way, the holy way of heaven's reign here on earth, heaven's way here on earth called the kingdom of God? To be a Christian is precisely to disavow ourselves of the easy categories that we let ourselves slip into. The easy answers, the either-ors, the thises or the thats. And to be a Christian is to actively ask God to continue to open up our imaginations to a bigger reality and a bigger truth and a bigger hope and a bigger future that is out there for us because God tells us about it. Open up your imaginations. Let those who have ears to hear listen. So today, I am going to invite you to go with me into a place in our imaginations beyond where we are sitting or breathing or listening or thinking right now. I'm going to invite you to go with me into this this bigger place so that we can start to practice being disciples more and more and more. And in this difficult time in our lives where so much is happening, and I really believe and know, based on my conversations with many of you, many people in our church and in our world around us right now, that so many are filled with anxiety and heaviness and a sense of gloom and confusion in this time when so much is coming at us and we can't seem to stop it. I'm going to invite you to let your imagination in this time start to draw you above that, beyond it, and to see a God that heals us and strengthens us for a new life in this time. So, just go with me here, dear friends. I invite you to get into a a comfortable position. Close your eyes and share in the wonderful gift that God has given us, the gift of our imagination. With your eyes closed, take four or five nice, easy, comfortable breaths. And as you take these comfortable, easy breaths, settle back and remind yourself that right now there is nothing you need to do and nowhere else that you need to be. This is your own special time, your own special moment. Right now, you are in a place of safety, in a place of peace, And as you continue to quiet down, let the pressures of the day fade off, just like clouds drifting off by the wind. Spend a moment to focus in on your breathing, following each breath, each breath in, each breath out and noticing the 
rising and falling of each breath. And notice how each breath allows you to become more at peace, more relaxed. In this moment of quietness and reflection, you may be aware of an emotion or a place within you that feels uncomfortable, unsettled, or uneasy. A place that yearns to heal. Perhaps there's a sadness around your heart, a tightness near your stomach, or a blockage that's in your path. Here, with your eyes closed, imagine a radiant white light that comes from up above, a warm, comforting glow. See it spreading out above you and coming down, surrounding you in a warm and peaceful way feeling the calmness that it brings. Feel its healing, radiant glow on your skin and then permeating through, allowing His light, this light that comes from up above, to come through, circulating throughout your body. every breath, sensing it, feeling it, this powerful healing light as it moves to any place or any feeling that might be blocked or uncomfortable. This light of healing, of understanding, of forgiveness illuminating you, facilitating and helping you and giving you what you most need right now. Imagine this powerful healing light surrounding that place or feeling and then transforming it. This light that activates the powerful healing system within your body that built-in system of cells that helps you recover and protects you from illness. Imagine these healing cells ignited by the radiant glow becoming active, doing their amazing recovery work, helping you recover and feel better again. See them clearing away the uncomfortableness, the problem cells, or the blockage. Feeling and visualizing this light, this light of understanding and love and forgiveness, transforming the heavier or darker places now to shift, 
and move to a lighter, more peaceful sense as we trust in God's love to lighten our way. And as we end this process, everyone, we pray. Dear Lord, the light of all understanding, thank you for this gift of imagination that we may use it in a positive and helpful way, giving us strength and hope through your love. Amen. That healing imagery was written by my friend Dave Asp, who was a psychologist and a parishioner of mine at United Lutheran in Red Wing, Minnesota, some years ago. Think of the gift of his imagination, ignited by God's kingdom that has now come into us and holds us because it opens us to the love of God that is part of the kingdom of God, a different, bigger, more hopeful way of life and way of experiencing life through our faith. Bless you, everyone. God bless you as you move into these weeks and months ahead with deeper faith, with a stronger sense of God moving in and through you, and with God's blessing to carry God's kingdom out into the world with you. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.